least you did not even see what I just did. Everyone, you need to go on YouTube because Alicia was on her phone, did not see any of it. And I'm not going to tell her about it until she goes and watches it. Tell me. <laughs> no, I legit was doing like Noah like this. Da, 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 the whole time. And you, you were just like this. And then I finished and I was like, did she not see me? I'm so Hello, sorry. Everyone. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Um, oh my God, Leash. So I'm starting this new class. It's called Spin and Dance. How much do you love me? How much is this your nightmare? I was just going to say, legit, my nightmare. I know it is. I know it is. It's all the things you, you don't like. Or it's not that you don't like them. They're just not your favorite. I, I for sure do not like dancing. Right. Um, spin, I, 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 it's just not my favorite. But I, I wouldn't say I don't like spin. Right. Um, it's going so well. Like people, I feel like we're giving a space. I just like love that, uh, that this is, um, again, I feel like I'm giving a space for women to do what they want to do. And I feel like it's going so well. Like people are embracing it and the community is really loving this space. So that really makes me happy. I was going to say, I feel like it's like such a community feel. I feel like yeah. people feel very comfortable and safe because it's small and it's yeah. only women. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think you've created a space that people were missing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going so well and people, and also people are falling in love with spin, which makes me obviously so happy. You know, when you love something, you obviously want everyone to love it and you know that that's not the case, but it seems like my love for it is pouring into the community. That's amazing. So tell us about your spin and dance class. How does that work? Okay, everyone. Thank you for asking. Um, okay, so this is what happened. I felt like I wanted to offer something because I can only do one class of spin a day. Like I feel like it, more than that just becomes too much. And um, I know that the studio could use more classes during the day. And only Julie and I are really um, offering those classes because all of our other instructors have jobs from eight to five, whatever the, the, the regular job at their office. So they can't like, just like, they're not flexible, let's just say. So but I was like, Ugh, doing two classes in a day would be a lot. And also every day, sometimes it's like, you know, it gets to just, it's, it's not a lot physically, I mean, it is, but it's more like, oh, it's not as fun the second time around. So how can I make it different a little bit? Um, love dancing. I think one day I'm going to be a Zumba instructor. I'm not sure when, but yeah. um, I would love that. Like a real one? Like, cause you have to do like a course, eh? Yeah. yeah it's like a thing. There's a certificate, a certification. I feel like you would rock that. I would love it so much. Why don't you do that in your free time? Uh, yeah, all of my free time. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know what else I would be so good at that I actually like flirted and looked up for this? Tell me. Is being a step instructor. I actually love step. Oh my God, stop. I used to do step classes at Good Life one million years ago. I don't believe you. Stepping is like dancing. Yeah, I know. But like there's rules. Okay right? Uh, yeah. Dancing is like, Ooh, go move your body. Step is like, move your shit here, move there. Okay. Um, I wasn't good, but I got better. I just, I also really enjoyed the workout. Okay. So I, lo I looked it up <clears throat> and then I'm like, there's just like so, so much, there's so many different kinds that you can do as well. But like, it's also like purchasing the steps and then like, where do I we put this in the studio? Like, I need to like think more and be like, it's this, how many classes a week can I do of this? You know? Is it worth my time? All of the things, but that is certainly something that I'm flirting with. Anyways, so spin and step is legit. So we're going to do 
I think four songs of spin, then get on the mat, the mat and do three songs of dancing and then get back on the bike and do uh, four more songs of spin and then get off the mat and then do two songs of dancing and then we're done. So I thought of like playing around with it. We could even do eight songs of spin and then get on the mat and finish there and do five things on the mat, but we're doing weights. Like it's like squats and weights and some are, don't have anything. Some do, some have the band, like the um, resistance band. So I'm like mixing, it's not just dancing though. It's like punching and there's weights and squats and I'm just saying. Uh, I'm like excited for you and I'm like somewhat jealous okay. because I, I'm like wanting to have something else in my workout routine. Yes, but like at the same time, like I've stopped walking. I know, but then I and I and but then like I was thinking of this on my walk. I friggin' love my walks. Like yesterday, I had a super long day. Neil wasn't feeling good. He was having a nap. The kids were. I was like, I'm going. It was nighttime. It was like minus twenty, and I still went. Yeah. So it means you really like it, Leash. Like I, like I go and spin in the morning, though. Like I wake up to go to the. When I see that picture, I'm like, this is serious. Yeah, it's serious. I hate everything about it, but I still go. And when I'm there and I, that first song starts, I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. Um, I love it so much. Like spin. I've been spinning for 10 years and like sp spun through giving birth and being literally she, she gave birth. He, the Noah came out on the spin bike basically. Yeah, and, yeah. It's insane. Um, so clearly I loved it. I've proven to the world that this is my sport. I've always loved it. Um, and so I know that this is, it feels like home. You know what I mean? Walking, I absolutely love still, but I would need to convince myself a little bit more than going spinning. Okay. Yeah. And I think for me, the reason why I, I'm what why I'm hesitant is I don't want to let go of my everyday walk, but I also don't want to add another hour of minutes to that task because yeah. let's be honest, there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I do is if I see that I miss walking, because I do sometimes. Sometimes I look outside, it's a beautiful day. And I'm like, yes. oh, what a great day for walking. Cause I still really like walking. I'm going to fit in like a five kilometer for me, five kilometers. It's a 40 minute walk. Um, I listen to a podcast. I'm behind in our podcast actually. So I save them for my walks, like, or a, a nice drive in Moncton. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like from Shidak to Moncton. I'll listen to a podcast when I go to your home or whatever, if I'm, if I'm behind, but I'm saving them for my walks. And um, yeah, so I do love walking too, but minus 20 is not my thing. The kids are here as well right now. So I am bringing my kids to my mom when I have my classes, which lately I've been having like almost two classes a day. So it's like, I just like don't, not that I don't want to go for a walk. I, honestly, if I didn't have, look, and I have kids, it is what it is, but like I would move my body a lot. And I think, oh, you, I think you would too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the kids. It's the I kids. was just thinking like maybe when they're in school, when they're actually go to school at all, or if, when they're in school longer, you know what I mean? A time frame, or one day. I know what you're going to say. I know. One day we won't have to always see them with our eyes. I know one day, actually one day we won't know where they are. Like sometimes yeah. I ask people and uh, let's say they're like, I don't know, 45 years old. And I'm like, where's your, they're like, I'm like, where's your kid? I don't know why this happened once. And I asked, it was like a random conversation. I was like, Oh, where's your son right now? And she's like, Oh, my son's, I don't know, 14. No clue where he is probably at a friend's house. Like it was like, in. I was like, <gasps> like imagine that one time we don't know where our kids are, but we know they're fine and they're going to call us. 
I did have a moment where I was like trying to create gratitude around the fact that because right now it's I find it a lot to like be in charge of everyone's entertainment. Like if you know, what I mean, if I don't plan it and organize it, facilitate it, nothing happens. So it's like a lot. Right. And I'm like, one day we were bowling and it was great. And I'm like, one day the kids are not going to want to go bowling with us. Oh, oh, absolutely. But right now, Alfie's like sitting on my lap, holding my hand while we're at bowling. Alfie will be bowling with you and Neil forever and ever. When I say that, my mom's like, what are you talking about? Alfie's going to live in your basement till he's 50. Yes. I say that all the time to you. I'm like, well, Alfie's going to move, like stay home. Um, I think you're going to be the type of mom that, um, I think you're going to struggle with letting them do things and letting them go. And which is interesting to me because you're such a like, Oh my God, get it together. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're like, go, go, go. But like with, with your kids, you're different. I, I agree. I, I, I absolutely will struggle. I think when I look at other people that have kids the same age as me, I definitely let my kids do like way less. And like the yeah. thought of the things that other people's kids do independently, I'm like, absolutely not. They cannot uh, cut yeah. their own sausage. No. They cannot do that. <laughs> uh, Neil's like, stop cutting the kids meat. Stop kidding, cutting the kids meat. I'm like, but I just watched them struggle. I feel so bad. <laughs> I was like, what, honey? What? Um, it's so funny because the first, I think the first time I saw you interact with your kids was like, I don't know, three years ago. And I was like, shocked. I was like, what is happening? What is this personality? Like, because you're so like, you know what I mean? And then with your kids, it's like, Oh, what? And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I'm kind of like that with Jeff. That's my personality with my husband. So you true. I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's very interesting. Anyways, I'll yeah. I'm like super, I was meant to be a mom for sure. And I'm like I mean, over the top patient. Like I'm like. Yes, it's very, it's very uh, interesting to watch. Um, so what are we so, doing today? Oh, owning your own choices. Okay, this is a big topic. It is kind of a big topic. Okay, where do we start? I think we need like a trigger warning. Everything that we say is with good intentions. Like yeah. everything that we say to you guys is us wanting for to create awareness in your life that that there is other choices available. Not to make you feel bad about what you, what you right. have or haven't done or the language you're using. It's never, ever, ever to make anyone feel bad or I, to make fun of people. It is like to be like, but you can take charge. It's like, yeah. but you got this. I think it's like we're putting on the table the conversation that needs to be had to for you to be able to create the life that you want. I think that that often is not the case like in terms of like, not everyone has access to that conversation. We're putting it on the table. You can grab it or not. Um, but at the end of the day, that's like the conversation we're putting on the table. And then you decide if you want to have that conversation with yourself. But this is the one where we were talking, Alicia and I, about how the world could really use more owning their choices um, mentality or way of living, I guess. Um, and why is that is because I think it, it would even allow people to be happier, honestly, because I think that there's a lot of people that many in many aspects of their lives, not just weight gain, weight loss, not just that part, but they feel victimized and broken and like they're struggling and they're not doing anything about it. I mean, 
at the end of the day, I see that as a massive obstacle with so many people in their life. And it is not their situation itself. It is their mind and their thoughts around the situation. Um, You know, all of us have things in our lives that make it difficult to, to do what we want to do. Some are bigger than others. Getting into the conversation of like whose trauma is more significant than others it is not productive. Um, I think that's one of the things that attracted to me to Erica Kramer was her like talk about someone that's been through some trauma. And she's like, nope. I will not be a victim of what has happened to me. Like I will stand up. I will fight. I will accept. I will persevere. And I, that was like, so like refreshing to me. I really connected with that. For me, it was how she invested so much in who she is. And, you know, she really did. Um, She is certainly not shy in sharing that she's done, you know, years of therapy, thousands of dollars in in therapy to get to where she is today. Um, And then she realized that she, had the knowing and the potential to be a, you know, um, a trauma coach, uh, someone t- that can help people change their way of thinking to get out of their trauma. You know, I just, like have, to with sh- your I just like have to show you guys this, uh, Erica's book sits in my office and my kids, cause they need to be near me and smell me at all times. So okay. I'm sit in my office while I'm working. So they see her book. So Piper made her this thing. Look to Erica Kramer, Alicia's, Daughter. Daughter, cute. I, I love you, Erica Kramer. Oh, Erica Kramer. So just all Erica Kramer. Oh, that was a nice drawing. From Piper. From Piper. Take a picture of her right now. She'll love it. Yeah, I know. Um, side note, do your kids, who's the most artistic one of the bunch? Who got that skill? Oh, they're all pretty artsy, actually. Okay, awesome. All of them, then. Yeah, Alfie is like um, also very creative and will sit for hours and and create things. He's more creative. Piper's actually a very good drawer, but Neil will sit with them and like teach them techniques. Yes. It's what your kids are exposed to. Of course, of course. No one can skate, but we can all draw. No one can (laughs) skate because it's not skating season yet. People are skating. No, they're not. I'm kidding. Yes, they are. Um, See, it's already over in front here. Uh, yeah, because it it the again it's like the snow over the thing of the thing. But some people they did do like on the other side they did do a rink and they actually texted me and said if you want to bring Dia you can. So sweet, huh? So sweet on their on their rink that they opened up. So I was like, oh, cool, we'll do that. Um, okay, so sorry, I distracted everyone. Um, I distracted everyone and asked them about art artistic things. Okay, keep going. So it was the victim, that conversation of the victim. And I just think part of breaking out of that and and really owning the choices um, is. I'm so sorry. Do you hear that? It's fine. This is real life. You have children in their home. Yeah. Um, Part of that is realizing that everyone has stuff and that this is your reality and that you have a choice. Yeah whether you want to push past it or just use that stuff constantly as the reason why you can't do blank. Absolutely. And, and there are times like if we go and, and give that other example is like when there are times where it seems like there isn't a choice, but there there's always like, and I know what you mean. Like as in like, well, I have no choice. I have kids. Like, you know, we say that all the time. Like I have no choice. And it's like true, 
But at the same time, at one point, it was a choice. I chose to have kids, you know? So like, it's like, okay. And then you chose to, you could, like, and then you go kind of in like a weird life, but you're like, you could have a nanny that you would never see, but that's not what you want. So like, really is like, you have to go and say like, okay, wow, this is actually a choice. Is it a choice that our kids are here at, you know, home and not in and, and homeschooling or whatever, um, online learning. Okay. No, that was not our choice that they're online learning, but it could be our choice to decide that we don't want them to online learn and they watch TV all day. Yeah. We could choose that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you can choose to stress over it and make sure they do all the things and they don't, you know, so it really is like everything's a choice. Everything is a choice. I think also a piece of that is once you realize that everything is a choice there, I don't have, once I make my choice, there's no noise around my choice. Yeah. So I'm not like, Oh, today we are doing nothing for online learning. Cause mom has to work. I'm not yeah. like, Oh, I feel so bad. I'm a failure. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, Nope, this is the choice. I made that choice. I'm the boss. Yeah. And we can go real, like when I say victim, I don't mean like huge, massive trauma things. I'm talking as simple as like, well, couldn't make dinner because my meeting ran late. Well, had to go to, had to go to takeout because my kid has hockey on Thursdays. Those are the more significant victim moments that are holding most of us back yes. from actually progressing on our journey is the tiny everyday life moments that we are seeing as massive barriers to our long-term success. Absolutely. That was well said because that's, that's what we deal with the most. You know, it's that mentality of, well, I had to do this because of this. And it was like, you actually had so many other options. You know, you actually had so many other options. And what helps with that is awareness. Sometimes you don't even hear yourself speak. You don't. You don't. I'm sure you've said this about like friends or family or just people. You're like, oh, like she doesn't like hear herself. Like it's like two different ideas in one sentence, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, I do not use the words. I had to, or I couldn't, but I do use the words. I didn't make it a priority and I or, wanted, or I wanted, or I chose. Yeah. And that might seem minute, but that is significant. Minute. So fancy. I'm going to write that down somewhere. How would one write, write that down? I mean, I obviously don't know how to spell minute. it. Minute. It sounds like minute. minute, but it's a small detail. Minute. Um, but when I decide to not like yesterday, I could have said, didn't have time to go for my walk. Right. I, I could have said that, but I, 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 but I wouldn't have, I would have said I'm not. And I, this was the language I'm using to myself. I'm just not making it a priority yeah. today. Or I don't want to go for my walk. Or I don't want to. Yeah. Not. I couldn't. I yeah. don't want. So to. hear yourself say that to other people. Like if your husband's like, Oh, are you going for your walk? Don't say, oh, I don't have time today. Just say, you know what, today, I don't think I'm going to make it a priority. Or you know what, today, I don't think I want to go. Or today, I'm choosing not to go. So and, and you might think that that's minute. Um, but it really it's that's it's the start to changing how you speak about your behaviors. The start to owning your choices, which is and once you start owning your choices, you realize that your entire life is compiled of your choices, of what you are prioritizing. It shifts the power. The reason why we don't like 
people using language that associates them with a victim of their own life is because it takes the power away. It makes you feel like I'm not the boss. I'm not in control. I can't decide what my life looks like. That's why we don't like that language. Yeah. And once you change your language, you realize that you can make shit happen. Yeah. Because what happens is if you're, if you're, language actually matches what's actually happening so if your language can start really matching the truth and the transparency and it can really start telling you what's really happening in front of your eyes you can then make a different maybe make a different choice so for example like it's just not a priority and you're like wait a minute that should be a priority you know versus i didn't have time didn't have time is the most used reason for not doing things everyone no one feels like they have time even no retired people with no kids and i'm looking at these people I'm like how did you not have time like sometimes my mom's like didn't have time to go get milk first of all the milk is two seconds away what did you do today you didn't have the kids and you're retired a lot of swinging. a lot of swinging you did not and that is like the truth she swings on a big swing okay that so the truth is I did not make getting milk a priority today. You know what I mean? I made swinging and being on my phone a priority, which is totally fine. But maybe you're like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I, I should have made milk a priority. And you know what? That's a really good point. That is really important to us as well. So not only are we really advocating for you to own your choices, but we're, we're really advocating for you to make the choice you want to make. So right. don't say, don't say, oh, I ate the pizza. I chose to eat the pizza. Be like, 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 don't feel like you have to always make the right choice for your diet. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, we're not saying every, who cares what your life is? Make the choice. Like, nope. Say I'm choosing pizza right now. We're not saying that there's a choice. There's a right and a wrong answer or a right and a wrong choice. We're just saying that whatever you did was your choice. Whatever you choice that. you made. And guys, even if like you had to go through the McDonald's drive-thru, did you need a supersized Big Mac meal? Exactly. Like there's, there's choice upon choice, actually. Yeah. Okay. You decide, you choose to go to McDonald's. Now you're talking to someone that will actually order. You can order whatever you want at this point. Yeah. Another choice. Yeah. Then you get home and there's leftover bag fries. There's another choice in front of you. Yeah. Then what you do after, because you ate McDonald's, that's another, another choice. choice. How you speak to yourself about eating the McDonald's, another choice. choice. This shirt was a choice this morning. Putting on these matching earrings, choice. Everything is a choice. Every piece of your life is a choice. Yeah. Now, there are things that happened to you that was not a choice, no. Okay? Yes. How you react, how you behave how you speak to yourself, then that becomes your choice and your responsibility. And there's small things that happen every day and there's big things that happen every yeah. day. But for the most part, most of us are dealing with those tiny, small, day-to-day -day choices. And what I find ironic is what people feel is holding them back from being healthy or losing weight is just their actual life. It's like the reality of their life. And it's like, no, we need to figure, this is your life. So we need to figure out how to make it around that. 
Okay. Yes. What a great moment you're having. 1000%. This is people not being able to coexist their goals with their current life. Bam. Bam. And the thing is, is because they have goals and the, either the, what they think they need to do to achieve those goals. So for example, when we have people that say, I can't lose weight, I'm fussy. So that like, so you are fussy, which is totally fine. Fussy and weight loss have nothing to do with each other, but you've been telling yourself this story for years. So you think you can't coexist your goals with your circumstance of being fussy, which is a lie in the end. You're not listening to what you're saying. You know, I can't lose weight because I don't like exercising. You don't have to exercise, you know? So it's very, it's, it's with a conversation that you're going to get the answer by like talking, you know? And, and this conversation will probably have to continue with yourself in your own brain. Yeah. Forever and ever and ever. And step one is for you to recognize it in your own thoughts. And then you'll start recognizing it on other, in other people around you. And then, and also I would love for you guys, if you have people in your life who like, you know, you really value their, the way they live their life and, you know, they have, they have success. Listen to how they talk. Yeah. Pick up on their language. Yeah. Because that's what's making them successful, not actual action. You know, I feel like this was a great podcast. I agree. I'm so sorry, you guys, for, if you heard me coughing, that is not my intent. Um, but yes, no, I, I got I I agree that um, if people could just realize that there are, and like Alicia said, big deal, little deal. There are things that like take more time. There are things that need more help. They're like, we're talking about the day-to-day choices that you're making that you could have chosen something different and given you a different path over and over. It really is just like step one. And then it's like the, it's like the ramp to get to onto the highway. You know, it's like, What's that thing in the autumn, uh, in, um, atomic habits? No, he said, you know, putting the bag in the, the, the issue is not getting into the car and going to the gym, right? It's like, oh, I couldn't get to the gym. It's like, you have to get to the car. Then first you have to pr- prepare your bag. There's a lot of shit that needs to happen before you get to the gym. No? Yeah. So it's not the habit of going to the gym. You have to work on. It's the habit of putting the gym bag in the car. And then that's your gateway to the gym because it's in the car. Um, so it's just like going back, 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 back. Like, how did you get to behaving this way? Yeah. Getting your goals. But also that part where Alicia said, coexisting your goals with your circumstances. That's probably the number one reason why people are not successful when they are trying to lose weight is they try to lose weight in a way in a way in which does not coexist with their life, their environment, their happiness, their values. That's like that if you were doing if you were losing weight in a way that coexisted with your life your happiness your values your environment you would keep going yeah that's what yeah if you if you're listening to this and you've ever lost weight and you're getting it back and you're like why it's because you lost weight and maybe at that time when you were losing the weight it was matching what you wanted and whatever and then all of a sudden there was this one moment where things started to shift for you And it started to no longer go with how you want to live your life. And you chose to live your life over your goals, which you should, you know, but if you, you should be able to coexist both and adjust your expectations and adjust your goals and adjust your success and what it means to you. And that's how you stay connected to being happy, you know? And I think there are things that people, you know, we, we help people lose weight, meaning we help people be in a calorie deficit. 
at the end of the day, I think that uh, James Smith did a video. James Smith, when will he come on our podcast one day? Um, but James Smith made a video about like types of people that calorie deficit doesn't work. And I was like curious what he would say. And at the end of the day, it was about people that aren't happy, people that don't like their jobs. They're people that are unhappy in their relationship and they go home and all they have is consuming food that makes them happy. Then calorie deficit is not like you have to work on other shit before you can create a calorie deficit in a happy, sustainable way. It was very interesting. I was like, of course he would say something magical like that. You know, he's so like what, like we are, you know what I mean? I was like, what is he going to say? Like, is he going to give different reasons why some people can't be in a deficit? And of course not. Everyone can be in a deficit, but if you are not living a happy life hate your job, he said, hate your wife, hate your husband. You get home. All you have that feeds your soul is food. You're never going to be in a calorie deficit because you have to have other aspects in your life, almost like you and happy so that you can do this. You know, I feel like this is a whole nother conversation. I want to have that conversation with you on the podcast. Like write that that down. Like that is huge. Yeah. And I really see so many people going through their life unhappy. And guys, we have one life. Like this is not a practice. This is not a, a this is not a drill. This is the real deal. Yeah. And I think that we're not being serious enough about it. Now, I think some people are being too serious about it and then some aren't being serious enough. And I think it's not our fault. As a society, we get stuck. We get stuck in nine to five, Monday to Friday. We've been put on a schedule. Yeah. So we get stuck in the schedule. And also often we get stuck in a life that no longer represents us as we live, as we get older. And so we either get stuck with a spouse that would not be our choice 20 years later, or you get what I mean? Like it really is that way. I think that to think that without adjustment, what you wanted when you were 25 is not the same as what you want at 45. Like, it's just what it is. So there needs to be adjusting. There needs to be conversation and all that. Anyways, but yeah, I do think that people take life for granted. And it's when something tragic happens and you're like, oh shit, I could die tomorrow. Like you could, you know what I mean? Oh shit, there could be a pandemic where it changes everything. You know, it's kind of crazy. But I some so often we can so easily legit years go by. Yeah. Years, yeah. years of our lives. And we're just plunking away. And we didn't like, say, they're like, oh, years go fast. And I'm like, yeah, they do, obviously. But do you feel like when, when it hits, we're January right now, when January hits, are you like looking at the year ahead and just saying like, did I even accomplish anything? Was it like, you know, I, I really do think that when I think of, you know what I thought of? I was like 2021, not the worst year of my life at all. What an amazing year, um, yes. you know? And so, but was it the best year of my life? No, (laughs) but because of emotions, but in terms of like what we accomplished, I thought of choose happy right away. I'm like, you are not allowed to to feel like 2021 was like not a good year after choose happy was one of the top highlights of my life. You know what I mean? Like for sure for now it is top five. Absolutely. Yeah, that was special. That was special. So for me, like that's top five for sure. And I'm like, that happened in 2021. So you accomplish that in circumstances that aren't really making you fully happy, or you feel like you can't be at your full potential, but you just accomplished something that really can make you happy, you know, or that you really wanted. Um, So I think we all have like mixed emotions about 2021. You know, it's like, really, we're still here. Everyone kind of feels that way. 
but I'm sure we all accomplished something in 2021 that we're like, wow, that happened in 2021. Therefore that was like step forward, you know, like something happened. We did something out of our year. Um, I was thinking of like all the things that happened in 2020. I'm like, choose happy. Noah, no longer, you know, Noah being like for me in my like growth of life now, and Noah being potty trained. No, like how like things are moving along. Him now being legit the cutest human alive and just talking, talking, talking. He can talk. I got two talkers though. My God, my mom yesterday, she's like, um, your son is not sleeping because he was like supposed to nap there. She's like, your son is not sleeping and he is just not talking. Not talking. Counting alphabet uh telling stories singing and i'm like oh my god like he he's something but yeah speaking in third person it's the best yeah sometimes say it twice no one know no one know no one know yeah twice. I, I like when he says it twice it's like something it's extra it's extra anyways you guys um we hope that this when we go on our podcast it's like that place where we spend a good 30 to 40 minutes like being really real. Isn't this, do you find that this is our platform where we're like more, um, cause we're not, we're talking to everyone. It's not just members. It's not just the world. It's like almost, we, well, it is the world. We feel like. Our I also feel like we're just super honest. I yeah. think it's almost easier. Like not that we're ever not honest, but like we're no, so it's wrong. Just, it's just you and I having a conversation, what it feels like. But I mean, we absolutely love having a platform that we get to come on here and have powerful conversations with each other that you guys then go in your own little world and listen to. And it's, we love it. But it's really starting a conversation with yourself. That's what we hope we're doing here. It's like, Oh, when she said this, or when they said that it made me reflect more. We're just trying to create more awareness and more reflection in the world. Cause we do feel like it could really help out. Like that's, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that we do well, what's our superpower at your weight loss is we make people really start reflecting on everything, like just self-reflection, self-awareness, putting conversation on the table, making you think and reflect. And we're not, when we start, even like when I go live, it's always like, I'm just, I'm just having a conversation. And then I like, bye, like, then you go and you do whatever you want with that in your life. And yeah. that's, that's what you need to do here as well. Yeah. Okay, everyone, you know what to do for any last words? You're thank good. you for thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, we really like it. I mean, we say it every time, but it is what it is. We like it. Um, okay, we love you. We appreciate you. Share, subscribe, download. You know what to do. Find us, join us. Um, this one's coming out on January 17th. There's a few um a few days left to um to really get into the year because I mean it's January, right? So you would want to really get our year membership to be able to feel like you did from January to January, which is, has a good vibe to it. We love you. We appreciate you follow us everywhere. Bye. Bye.